0: Do you and your friends have really good conversations? Do you guys talk about making a podcast after every good combo? Well, this is your sign to go ahead and make that podcast. Spotify is a platform that makes it so easy to make your podcast. You can even earn money. And in this economy, multiple streams of income is the goal. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter how much equipment you have, as long as you have a phone and internet, you can start creating today. Once you start creating, you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Hi, y'all. My name is Danasia, and I'm a 22-year-old Type A Black girl from Las Vegas who just moved to New York City last year to work for L'Oreal as a financial analyst.
1: Hey, y'all. My name is Faith, and I'm a 23-year-old Type A Black girl from AZ living in Denver, working remotely for Cisco as a business analyst.
0: This season is finally here, and we can't wait to share more about our personal lives, working
1: big girl jobs, relationships, and life in general as type A black girls. Hope you enjoy! Hi guys, welcome. Hey everyone, welcome to season 6, episode 7. Um, So y'all
0: already have the drill, we're gonna get started with some class reminders, okay? Yeah. So starting off with our book club, so y'all, we had our last meetup, and it was not... It, let's just say it was only two attendees by the names of Danasia and Faith. Yeah. You know, we know life be life be y'all, but we we do want to try to get more people in on the book club, especially mm-hmm. if you are reading and you haven't had a chance to actually like sit in on um one of the calls. We're going to have our next one on October 15th. It was originally going to be the weekend before, but Faith is going to be out of town. So we pushed it back and then I'll give you guys one more week to catch up if you know you got to get them pages in. Exactly. Um, so meeting at october 15th that's a sunday at 8 p.m eastern time so hopefully you guys can make it i know some girlies were saying they had work and stuff we totally understand but if you have been reading and you want to make it you know we we're just trying to figure out if this is really what we should do next season because if the girlies don't make it to the third meetup is giving read on your own we send recommendations in the group chat you know mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're just, you know, we're really experimenting with you guys, like seeing what works, what doesn't. So yeah. if you guys are like, nah, the book club ain't it. Just let us know. We we are all right with that. That's part Reading already does take a lot of time, you know, and Gosh. I'm really trying my best. Mm-hmm. So just let us know, honestly, we're, we're cool. If you guys are like, yeah, girl, we're not going to do that again. Um, so we're moving on to the group chat. Also, like if you guys haven't joined the group chat and our link tree, um, we have a group me, um, the girlies has been pretty active in there. We've been had a lot of bots, y'all. I've been on like bot duty. I feel like That's like weird. the bots have gotten creative to the point where now they're making like black girl profile pictures. I kid you not. Because yep. usually when I'm accepting who's coming in, I look and I'm like, so like a real person, <laughs> yeah. Or is it given sets bot? If it's given sets yeah. bot, like the ones on Instagram, I be kicking them out. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I was, I've been trying to. That I've been trying to. Bet. No, I'm I'm so serious. Like, I've been trying to vet who's real and who's not in that chat. Um, Yeah. And then finally, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're still at 152 subscribers, and we're trying to hit 200 by the end of this season. So we have a couple more episodes left um, and 50 more people. So 50 people, if you are looking at this screen right now on YouTube or if you listen to us right now, you know you haven't subscribed. Open the YouTube app, type in "Type A Black Girls, or go to our link tree and subscribe. It takes three seconds. Thanks. we're going to hit that goal. I'm going to manifest it. Easily. Um, But yeah, guys, that's the end of the class reminders. Now we're going to dive into Rose, but and Thorn. If you're new here, your rose is something good throughout your week. Your Bud is what you're looking forward to next week. And your Thorn is something bad in your week. Essentially.
1: Yeah. I'm going to go fast and quick in the beginning because Anasia has a lot, a huge um, on her RBT. So uh, my rose is Lola actually left yesterday for a work trip which I thought was a work trip. So like, I was like, you know what? Like, let me clean the house and get his favorite Starbucks drink and favorite Starbucks snacks so he can just be welcome to a clean house and some snacks. Did he get home? And I'm like, I have a surprise for you. So, cause we love surprises. Give me a surprise. He's like, I have a surprise too. I'm oblivious. I'm closing my eyes. Like, ooh, I hear him open up his zipper. Girl, why'd he get his braces off? That wasn't no work trip. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. He's like, and I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Because then he gonna text me um, on the plane like, "Hey, uh, just scheduled my braces appointment. I'm I'm gonna go back next week." And I'm like, "Okay, like totally fine. oblivious." Cause, and the thing just is, he has always told me, me exactly. He's always told me, "I'm never gonna know when he got he's got his braces off." Um, but also, not karma, but karma. He is in so much pain. I have never seen this man in so much pain in my entire life. Like seeing a man in pain is truly truly like something serious like it's it just hurts when he puts the little things in and takes them out oh
0: baby i know that pain when i had smile direct taking those out to eat was felt like i was literally ripping my teeth out it's the worst tooth pain people talk about back pain every other pain nah tooth
1: pain and cramps pain Ooh, will have you literally on the floor yeah so i've like last night, I just made because he was like, Oh, I was like, What do you for dinner? He's like, oh, I'll just have a smoothie. I'm like, That's weird. You just got off the plane, didn't eat all day, but okay, makes sense now. So I made him a smoothie. Um, I just, I've just been trying to make a lot of soft foods, like kind of like I could have made you my potatoes if he wasn't lying and didn't tell me it was going to work. <laughs> but yeah, so that was that. Um, also, another rose. Um, the reason why we were actually supposed to record yesterday, but it honestly worked out for us recording today, but I, had cramps on top of prepping for a presentation that obviously i had all week to prep for but i didn't start until yesterday night like at 8 p.m because i'm just like if i'm prepping for it for too long i'm going to think about too too hard but if i'm on a strict deadline i could get things done so i wish i wish i wasn't like that but i am so um presentation went very very well like i was stressed the freak out and my my manager and my director really know like their employees and my manager, at my, they know that I really like words of affirmation. So she's like, this was a great presentation. This really, really helped. And I'm like, this is what I need after a long day's work. Like, I have been stressed yeah. so much about this. So I just felt like I needed to win because I have not had a win in a, in, a, in a while at work, I will say. I'm getting a little burnt out at the moment. So, yeah, Rose, Lola, Lola's teeth and presentation. Mind you, he got his braces a month after we started dating. So oh. I I haven't, I haven't known this man without braces. So it's it's definitely weird, but love. Um I also might get Invisalign because I stopped wearing my retainer and now I have a gap again. But I don't want Invisalign during my engagement photos, so we might just put pump the brakes on that one. Um yeah, yeah. yeah. but going to North Carolina in a few weeks, going to Florida in a few weeks. So North Carolina work trip, Florida bachelorette trip with Kelly um and then we are getting a bonus soon which i'm very excited for And Cisco, i guess did did really really well this past fiscal year so it's looking really cute unfortunately slash fortunately i'm grateful that i am getting the bonus but it will all be going to my student loans because i plan to pay off at least half by next year um and it's not so it's it's getting it's giving real tight especially on top of saving for the wedding next year um still not engaged but we know what's happening and then finally my little brother called me and having siblings when your parents restarted and like you don't know what to talk about like what does me and a 13 year old little boy have to talk about this man is literally yeah. like on the phone with me light skinning me phone up what? i said Griffin what are you light skinning me for what what's going on he's like yeah i have a six pack too and see so then he goes into the bed
0: start talking about six packs like it's crazy how
1: fast they grow up and they just start it's like a switch mom it's literally his voice sounds so deep at one point he called me and i thought a mexican man had taken his phone i said who was this i was griffin no it's not (laughs) no give his phone back literally give his phone back so he and then and then he's like yeah you know so you got you got girlfriends he's like yeah but you know i'm saving my first kiss for marriage
0: Now that you know what, actually,
1: that's reassuring. That you know, it- it's it's very reassuring. And then like he has like this twelve pound weight, and he's like lifting weights while he's talking to me. Like, yeah, you know, gotta get pumped for what are we preparing for. Literally, What's he's this? like, he's like, he's like, yeah, these are my muscles, Griffin. What do you not know how to talk to people? And 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 the thing is, I was like, Griffin, we have nothing to talk about. He's like, yeah, I'm just making up stuff to ask you because I miss you. And I was like, <laughs> oh that's cute though oh my little sweets and he's like so when can you get here and i said so i i i, I told him on my travel for the next few months i said the earliest i can get there is december 21st to arizona and he was like i just i just wish you could just be here a little bit more though and i was just like damn like damn like, like i would love to but it's just like it's logistically financially it's it's that's not that's not how that works unfortunately sweets. and it's like he's 13 he doesn't he gets it but he doesn't get it you know yeah and i'm sure i would be doing the same thing with this uh, older sibling too like i miss all my siblings for sure but it's just like you know i it's life you know um so yeah that so now we have a consistent call facetime call every tuesday and he actually just called me today i'm like hey our days are tuesday don't get greedy. Like, I love you. I love you. But, you know, we, let's fun stick to break. the plant. Let's stick to the plant. Two hours every Tuesday. Let's keep it to that. TT. Okay. Finally, thorn. So I really had to sit with myself because the end of September, beginning of October is very, very busy. And there is a few, there's a slot right before my busiest week of work. And right after I get back from North Carolina, that I could go to Beyonce and do like a really quick trip and do like a day stay at a hotel. But then a few days after that, I'm going straight to Florida. And I really asked myself, I said, do we want to go to say we went? Or do we want to go because it's something we have really been waiting for for a long time? It's to say we went. And I was like, you know what? If she came to Denver, sure. It th- There's not many, there's not a lot of logistics on my end. But because it's just so, I'm going to be burnt I out will. by the time I go to the Bachelorette. I'm going to be burnt out. It is what it is. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to have targets to the game. And that's. It's just not happening. So I was, hey, but I am going to a lot of smaller artists that I do know all the words to. And I said, I don't listen to Renaissance once. What? Like oh, it did. Wow. Yeah. I listened to it on one of my walks and I was like, okay, this is cool. Like it, but it wasn't like I am life is changed forever vibes. And that's typically when I when I go to concerts. Life is changed forever vibes. Mm. So I was like, you know what? It is what it is. I'm glad we sat with ourselves though, because we, we I needed to have that talk to myself. Also, like I said, I've had my period for a week and some change. Um, at one point, I had cramps for from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. Like every afternoon, my cramps would just start as soon as I got on my walk and it just wouldn't stop. So yeah, it's been, it got to, a, I haven't cried for cramps in a probably like three, four months. It's been a rough time over here. Um, and finally, I got bored one day this weekend and I had like this feet peeling mask and they were like, give it three, four days, they'll start peeling and forgot about it. Oh my gosh. Like, what is do I have blankets stuck to my feet while I'm working? I'm like, do I have just fuzz balls other than my feet? I'm looking, I'm like, feet just peeling. I'm like, oh th- there it goes. So I'm Mom, and- <laughs> I've done those before. When I tell you I woke up
0: and I'm like, what is this all over my sheets? Just dead skin. but but, but the results are magnificent. If you haven't I, already, get them when you know you're not gonna wear no sandals. And I'm telling oh, you,
1: yep yep I'm, yeah. I'm prepping now for the bachelorette like in little spaces like i'm doing exercise in the morning and the night because of my cramps it is all it's been very like volatile vibes like eh, a spot yeah and valleys on when i'm exercising that hard um but it's like whatever my body looks like is what my body looks like and i'm putting i'm gonna put these clothes on regardless
0: and, and we the, gonna look good regardless realistically regardless,
1: regardless. and it, it's like i know i've done the work so it's not like i said oh well frick i didn't do the work you know so yeah. And um, that is my RBT. There's a lot, but it was a lot sprinkled in, but not too long. Mom, let's get into yours. Yeah. And
0: really quick, I want to say, honestly, props to you for realizing like, if you don't know all the words to an artist, you don't have to go to their concert. If you're not their biggest fan, you don't have to go. Because there was a lot of people at Beyonce that I could tell have listened to one to two songs and was just going to say they went. And it yeah. wasn't like, you know, like not to say you have to be a diehard fan to go to a concert. You can just enjoy music because you want to enjoy music. Yeah. I think a lot of people there honestly were more just there for like to say they so. went and to post about it and then to be like, OK, that's done. Because like they're looking at other fans that know all the words crazy. Like, oh, y'all doing a lot. But it's like, yeah. if you really do like an artist, you usually go hard for them. So mm-hmm. like yeah.
1: screaming like Bruno, Bruno Major, his little lullaby songs. I'm going ham. Like I've. Keanu today yeah. was. Was like my first little intro to be like, if we had food, and she was just the background music, this would be good, right? Because I am hungry. I only know max seven five to seven songs, you know. Like I, my smaller artist is really who I ride for, and you, you just gotta, you just gotta realize who do you ride for, and if it is a bigger artist, cool, drop that money. But if it's not, just go to the smaller artist, and realistically, you could see the whole Beyonce concerts in snippets on literally every platform.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And not even just that, like even when I went to see Drake, a lot of the people did not know his older stuff. Like he played an older songs and no one knew it. And I'm like, that's crazy. But I realize a lot of people are going just to say I went to see Drake. You do not you're not like a true, you know, true. Yeah. Fan.
1: Not to say you have to be, but it's like at least know at least know something. Yeah, this girl on TikTok really that put things in perspective. She is like, girlies are selling these tickets and reselling these tickets for crazy prices and for the diehard fans we can't even go because y'all done sold it all out and all y'all know like for example she was saying steve Steve lacy all y'all know was bad habit and y'all zip lip the whole time you know only the
0: parts that are trending on tiktok you're not a true art like fan of this artist or you're just going and it's like concert culture has changed so much i'm not gonna lie
1: so much from prices to outfits to Looking at it, you crazy because you singing all the lyrics. No, that's what right. a concert is for. That's the
0: point. And realistically, a lot of these artists, their diehard fans, cannot afford to buy a ticket. And it looks like, oh well, like their their concert's dead. Da 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 da. Like no, they literally, their diehard fans literally cannot pay a thousand dollars to come and see them. And the people yeah. that did buy them are only there to just post about it. So, yes,
1: yeah. correct.
0: But anyway, um, child. So speaking of concerts and stuff, my rose yeah. is that I went to the freaking VMAs last week or this week, I guess yeah. it was freaking Tuesday. Girl, it's it's Thursday. It's feel like it's two two whole weeks. Not going with you. Um. So the VMAs happened. Okay. So basically, like a month ago, my friend Dina. Shout out to Dina, bro, because she be going to all types of stuff. Like she's really my outside friend. She knows yeah. about all these like concerts and events and stuff happening. She also told about the Zoe One Hundred and One premiere that I went to yeah. like a while ago. So she told me a while ago, like, girls, sign up for this site called One Iota. Like, you can get all types of, like, tickets and stuff in your area. Like, it's usually for, like, New York and L.A. And they literally, if they need people to go to stuff, they just, like, call you up and ask if you need to go. Well, not call you, but they email you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can apply to go to different, like, um, day shows. Like, you can go see Good Morning America, the Drew More wow. Shore, like, uh, all the late night shows with, like, Jimmy Fallon. Like, all those. They need people in those audiences. So, like, you know, that's kind of the point of that. So, um, I signed up a while ago and she was like, just fill out everything. So I filled out everything, like put a, put a photo. They was asking for height and weight. Like, (laughs) I'm like, what? But I also did select like casting, like they need you as a background person too. So maybe that's why they asked that. But yeah, they got down to like the nitty gritty. Um, so I signed up and had a full profile set up. So when the VMAs came around, um, I had my application for that just to see if I could be like a seat filler or something um and why did literally the day before the vmas i didn't even know what day they were actually i just just signed up like i just knew it was september 12th and i was like i don't even know what day that is didn't know it was a tuesday Mm -hmm. the day before that monday at like 9 a.m i get an email talking about you've been selected to be a like a preferred superfan seated left no clue what that means. but i was like i guess i'm going and they gave us like a it was actually they're very organized they gave us like a pinterest board of what to wear oh yeah like a mood board wow. like they was, they was basically saying don't come out here looking crazy, crazy yeah you know we don't know if he's gonna be pictured so and then later on down in the the draft of the email I can show you guys like on on the story of like what they said because it was kind of crazy it was like don't wear heels but then in the mood board all the girls were wearing heels and they called it like upscale casual and I said this is the most confusing dress code of all time but I was like you know I'm gonna be extra regardless I said I'm gonna just look cute regardless because I don't know what's gonna come out of this yeah so luckily I ended up having this really cute dress I was supposed to wear for my birthday last year but my Mm. birthday last year I was like I had nowhere to go I dead ass just moved here so I wore that it was super cute super fun um I told my friends about it because I'm like y'all I'm going to the freaking VMAs tomorrow and they're like oh girl well how you do that I said go on this site now that I know that it actually is not a scam like it's a real thing like go on here and sign up girl long story short my friend Mia Lizzie and Grant all came to but they all got pit filler so like they had to be in the pit where the audience is and it was yeah and I was just like I don't know what it's like down there but I heard they confiscate your phones because they don't want you like on tv recording like you know looking like yeah you know so she was like oh no so they had to be
1: standing for like hours yeah you yeah. When you said you got there versus when it started, I was like, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it was crazy, but
0: she said it was really lit. Like all my friends that got in that and Dina was supposed to get that too. Actually, the girl that told me about it, but um, she had class and she had two assignments to mm-hmm. due that day because she's a student at FIT. So she was like, I yeah. can't. you know, yeah. um, and our friend Paul was supposed to go too, but he didn't get an email back. So it was just really oh, hit yeah. or miss if, like, you got an email. Right yeah so um we go it was so much fun like I was like in the section I got really lucky with where I was sitting because I was on the section that saw like the left side of the stage and it was really interesting because I didn't know like seeing a live filming like that while one stage is setting up the other stage has a performance so like the stage that I was in front of I was seeing like Cardi B she came down on some like like huge disco ball
1: mm-hmm.
0: I was seeing her sitting on the disco ball for like 10 minutes just waiting for the camera to come to her. So as soon mm-hmm. as you see the performances, like there's there's commercial breaks in between, but they're filmed like immediately, like it, and back to back. Yeah. Um. So like I was just sitting there watching Cardi B on a, on a ball, just waiting for it to come down. And then when the camera started, then the whole action happened and stuff. Yeah. So it was really cool. Like all the artists that I saw, at least on my stage specifically, it was like Cardi B, Meg, um, Shakira, uh, Doja Cat was on the other stage. Diddy came out he brought out like Keisha Cole. And- oh, wow. Who else did he bring out i don't even know Nicki minaj was hosting um Whoa. she performed to uh metro Boomin and in future and he brought out like nav and sway lee and oh, wow. who was my forgetting there was there was there was some k-pop groups that i wasn't too familiar with but they killed it they, ate, they yeah ate. um carol g who is like a latina artist and I then her. um anita i think she's brazilian i think i've heard that name i've seen that name somewhere she ate. Oh, yeah. I ate. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Love. So, um, it was crazy because where I was sitting, like, so this is my section, right? Mm-hmm. And they have, like, a pit area where they have all the celebrities. There's one on the left, one on the right. So, like, we didn't know what was going on. We was just looking and we realized that we can see backstage. So, as, like, half the side, we can see backstage. Like, I'm seeing, like, Megan and Cardi, like, get their outfits on and stuff and, like, get ready and their dancers practicing and rehearsing. What? And then in front is, like, the actual stage. And we saw Olivia Rodrigo I don't know what the hell was going on with her set because she was one of the first artists um, after Lil Wayne performed. She's one of the first artists to perform on our stage. And mid-performance, there was like sparks on the stage and like she was looking around confused and it would look like a huge like malfunction. I thought maybe this is because she's the first artist on this stage. Yeah. Moms, when I tell you like, like mini fireworks are popping out during her set and what? then all the curtains fall down and she had the curtains up. all the curtains fall down and i see some security man escort her like off the stage what? and i'm like what and everybody in the, in the in the crowd is confused come to find out apparently that's a concept she had in one of her music videos it was on purpose but baby girl can definitely act because she looks scared and lost and i was scared for her i'm like they didn't mess up my girl olivia's set like yeah. so that was scary because every time there was a pop like we were right there so i'm thinking like you know, do I need a duck and hide under my seat? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So what? Oh my God. What else? Oh, so Jared Leto. You know Jared Leto. He, I, that's the. Is that the Joker man? Yeah, that's the Joker. Yeah. He has a little throat. So like all the celebrities that came through, like we saw a lot. So they like Selena Gomez came through and she looked great by the way. Love Selena. Yeah, she looked really good. Rare beauty, right? Selena Gomez walked by us. Um, Offset came by in his little Michael Jackson outfit. Um, Chloe and Hallie. Hallie definitely having that baby because the outfit was giving I'm expecting I was wondering
1: what was going on. I woke up and I'm like, What is all this VMA mess? Pregnant. Pregnant?
0: Yeah. Like it was a it was a flowy, I'm expecting dress. Um Renee Rapp walked by. Doja Cat came by us, but she was actually looking normal, so I didn't know it was her because she had on like a wig. (laughs) Her outfit was given like professor and she was like, Hi guys. And everybody didn't was like, Who the hell is that? Yeah. And we realized I was Doja Cat. um, And she had her little like demons, like her performance. I don't know if you saw her performance. No, I Okay, so to lay it out for you, it's like she's a professor and there's like eight little demon girls. That's the best way I can describe them. It looks like many hers like drenched in blood. They're supposed to be her demons. The demons moms were running through the crowd before her performance started. And I saw something dart out the corner of my eye and I said, what is that? And I finally caught eye of one. And when I tell you, I thought something was going on. I was like, this must be some Hollywood Illuminati type shit happening in this in this arena right now. Because I just saw a demon. And I didn't know it was part of her set because she hadn't performed yet. And I, I got scared and I tapped the girl next to me. I was like, did you see that? Like, what's going on here? Come to find out the little demons is part of the show. But they were literally running around in the dark. Like little blood covered children running around in the dark. <laughs> and I said, I don't know what's going on here, but I rebuke you, Satan, in the name of Jesus absolutely not amen. right can i got can i have a church say amen thank you very much <laughs> like it was insane moms but back to jared leto i say that because he was a little throat okay so he came up into the crowd and everyone that was a celebrity that walked by was like saying hi and stuff to us like just because like it was fans like screaming for them but jared leto walked by like three times and then he came up and started walking up the crowd like where we were where we were sitting walking up like the bleacher stands and going through and starts t- shaking random people's hands and giving fist bumps and hugs. And, and and everybody was like, is that Jared Leto? And he got all this dark eyeliner. And I'm like, I think, I don't know. And he starts shaking hands, talking to people. And they were like, why are you here? Go sit down. Go sit down. His manager at the bottom of the stands looking at him like, bro, wrap it up. Wow. And he was like, I just wanted to say hi and check on you guys. Everybody good over here? Who was like the principal? like it was just it was just really weird it wasn't even like a, oh hope you guys are good type of way it was like a you're 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 weird like he i could tell his energy was definitely off and everybody in the crowd was like oh okay Got it. all right um but all together was a great time not gonna lie moms um i ended up leaving after the k-pop group because i thought that was the end of the show like they had they had screens saying like next up da-da-da-da. and everybody that was next up i wasn't that excited for yeah so I ended up meeting up with um all my friends afterwards and we drove home to beat the traffic yeah girl I see on twitter later that being that Nicki Minaj had come out and did itty bitty piggy after I left and Lil Wayne came out and did a Millie and I said you know what she is going on tour rumors oh absolutely I'll be there I'll be there I'll be there Like, it really just, it throwed me. But I will say, seeing it behind the scenes, and maybe, maybe I'm just spoiled because I saw Beyonce and I really saw what it takes to be a true performer. Yeah. But a lot of these artists do not have, have it. I'm not going to hold you. The it factor. The it factor. A lot of it was, I went back and watched all the performances that I saw, like, behind the scenes, kind of, on, Mm -hmm. like, YouTube, you know, or on Twitter, and- lights cameras and action will really add a lot to a performance because the angles and the the the, the effects of like the, the lighting and stuff and how the camera work was made the it made the performances seem a lot more exciting than they actually were like oh, wow. seeing them in person i'm like it's not really mm. giving and yeah. the mics were not on like i think doja's mic was on and diddy's mic was on because he kept yelling but yeah. everybody else's mic was not on kept yelling i'm, I'm so serious what was
1: he yelling about be
0: like yeah, I'm so like <laughs> like not, not gonna lie, the music was hit Of course, he got bops. We know that, yeah. but it's like, what did you talk?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, but I really was like, dang, this is not really what I expected. I see. But either way, great time. I'll be back next year. I think next time I want to do the pit. Yeah. Since now I've had the experience of sitting. I want to be like in the crowd because Shakira like crowd surfed. Like it was a whole thing. So, like, the pit really do, we got to, you know, get in the full experience. Yeah. So, next time I'm going to do the pit, but this was great for like the first experience getting pictures because I got to go to the concession stand too and I did not eat before I came. Me and Grant were in line together because he's my neighbor. So, we came together. Yeah. Girl, when I tell you, we were in that line starving. And he almost didn't get in because they hadn't reached their capacity for seat for like pit fillers. So no. he was in the like 10, 10 to 15 people were left in line because he got there late with me. My mm-hmm. check-in time wasn't until later. So he got there late with me. And literally, they could see him on the other side. They're like, please let our friend in. like yeah. He's literally right there. And they ended up letting him in right as the Love. show started. Love. But I know they was hungry because they did not let them go to the bathroom unless they asked. And they couldn't have access to any
1: food, so if you're gonna you are going to do this, end up eating? huh? What did you end up eating? Because I know the chicken tenders were.
0: Oh uh, yeah, no, I waited for the chicken tenders because I oh, wasn't okay. eating that that dry beef brisket, whatever they had. I said I'm cool with that. Now, mm-hmm. granted, the, the prices were absolutely insane. I think I spent about thirty dollars for like fries, chicken tenders, a Pepsi, and some dip and dots.
1: That's festival prices, frack.
0: Easily, and the cocktails were like twenty five, thirty
1: dollars each. Yeah, I think the girlies commenting on that. They were like. Huh? Oh, yeah. They was Tats for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, but I say to say, if you live in New Jersey, New York, go to the VMAs next year
1: because it was actually fun. It was free. Like, we got a free concert. Maybe you can do on the type A, either TikTok or um, Instagram reel, like how you got into the VMAs.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I'm going to do a TikTok about it. So yeah. I'll definitely show the girlies. But if you guys want to log in, I'll show the post. Um, I'll show on the, the story a post of like the website. It's called oneiota.com. So yeah. Okay. Log in there, girl, because they probably have other stuff coming up that you can go to for free too. Okay. Um. So that was my rose, guys. It was a long rose, but it was really freaking fun, and it was very spontaneous because I literally logged off of work and went, got ready in thirty minutes, and went over there. Like
1: thirty minutes, you?
0: Girl, I'm not saying a lot. A lot. That's okay. saying a lot. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that was my rose. Um. My bud is that I'm spending my birthday in Houston. Hello. So I'm so excited. Like. I just basically have bus club, another club, another club, another club planned for the entire weekend. So I'm yeah. really just, like, making reservations. Um, Houston, I don't know why every single place requires a $200 deposit before you can even enter the building for a reservation. That's a little what bit insane. What? Restaurants, just, Girl, yeah, there's a place called Camp I really want to go to because I didn't get to go last time I went to Houston. And, yeah, they require, like, a $250 or $500 deposit down to make a reservation. What? And of course it goes towards your bill, but I'm like, is we even going to drink too? I don't even, are we going to eat and drink that much? I don't that know. Hurt. That part. Um, so that's been a little bit stressful, but you know what? I at least have the hotel and the, the flight booked and the reservations are work in progress. And I'm just excited to be drunk. Outside. Yeah. Having a great time with my friends. So, Thanks. you know, um, once again, shout out to credit card points because I booked that flight completely with credit card points. Left, not out of pocket, and I said, Shout out to Capital One Venture. Right. Um, and now that I'm thinking about birthdays, I really want to do next year like a 24
1: hour party since I'm turning 24. I saw, that. I saw that on TikTok, I was like, Oh, frick.
0: yeah, I think I want to do that because I know realistically, after 20, after 24, I'm not doing all that. 25 no. is gonna have to be like a grown girl type That's of grown, like right. on the beach type of party, um, yeah. type of vibe, vacation, or whatever um so realistically 24 is my last year i feel like i have the energy to do all that so i'm really thinking about that like what i'll do for 24 24 karat type of birthday but i really want to go to like a 24 hour party and just have like like one day just 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 a
1: 24 hour bender
0: yeah literally and just fill out of course there will be a nap in there i'm not gonna lie i'm not staying up 24 hours but um and my thorn is that so i'm renewing my lease okay like i love my apartment Renew my lease. I already submitted all the paperwork. I did all that, right? I go back and read my lease agreement, and it says make sure that you renew with the guarantors that you signed with when you first got this apartment. And I was like, okay, like that makes sense. I probably just got to sign a paper. Why did the guarantors email me yesterday? And they are like, okay, in order to like secure your your renewal of your lease for next year, starting October first, you have to pay a thousand dollars to secure it. Basically, pay another year of a guarantor's fee. What?
1: And I said,
0: why? Why am I paying for a guarantor when I already have the apartment? Like, yeah. It don't make no sense. So long story short, my leasing agent, her name is Molly. Molly got a nice, cute little email today. Like, hey, girl, um, do I even need a guarantor anymore? I've already been renting here for a year, and it's like I don't pay my rent. So, like, what are you guaranteeing them realistically? So we're gonna see what Molly has to say tomorrow. But I'm not paying that. Like, that's insane. A thousand dollars just to what? Like, have a piece of paper? It's literally just a piece of paper, moms. There's no significance to it. Like, they don't do anything for the rental. They don't do anything. Yeah. Yeah, insane. Um, So, yeah, let's go ahead and dive into this episode. So we wanted to kind of talk about our five-year plan because we were thinking about, like, five years back from – this year and that was 2018 and that yeah. realistically sounds a little crazy like we were freshmen in college and turning 18 19 like it was definitely a crazy time mm-hmm. so we started thinking like you know where do we see ourselves in the next five years in 2028 which is sounds like it's not a real year but yeah realistically it's going to come at us quick so of course being type a girlies we have to have a plan for everything of So we're just thinking of like kind of talking with you guys about what we see ourselves doing in the next couple years and also like breaking that down by different categories because Mm -hmm. there's a lot to unpack, like physical mental health um where we want to see ourselves in our career our family so we have a couple categories here and we're just going to go item by item and kind of just talk about our goals and what we kind of see ourselves doing so mom do you want to kick us kick us off with like type a black girls wise like where where do we see ourselves in five years with type a black girls
1: Yeah. So within five years, I do want us to at least have a live show and do a tour at minimum. Like I would, I want to start with meetups for sure, but I want to do live shows. And then, um, as well as a group type a black girl trip, if we can do that, I would absolutely love to do that. Yeah. I just, I want to have a community with the type a black girls and really meet everybody as many people as we possibly can in person. What about you moms?
0: Yeah, like, for me, I really want us to be able to go to a festival, too, where we can also meet type-A Black girlies. Like, realistically, we've always talked about going to Essence and being, like, invited to go to Essence as a podcast and speak about, like, our experiences, or even do, like, a live show there. Like, I feel like that would be, like, amazing. And it'd be really fun to just, like, connect with other Black podcasters if they're invited there, too, and kind of just, like, explore that, honestly. Um, Along with us doing the meetups, because the meetups are really, like what makes it better like putting a name to you guys' faces too like so many of you guys interact with us on instagram but we have no clue like no clue who are like we just want to meet you you know yeah um and on top of that i really want us to be a guest on like a daily show or like some type of show where we can talk about how we got started and hopefully like inspire other girlies to start their podcast yeah um i don't know what show that would look like realistically but like i see us like sitting on someone else's couch instead of our own and like talking about the pod Um, as well as having some of our like our our dream guests on the pod like we've talked about this before and I guess it really just depends on where we're at in five years I see us definitely growing by then but it's like I want us to have some like really exciting guests on and we have like a running list of influencers we want to collaborate with but it's like I feel like that list can be way bigger I'm not gonna yeah 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 so I guess it's a lot of us learning like for one, how to kind of, like, scale this, because this is a business for us. Like, how yep. how we're going to scale, and then also how um we're going to keep on growing, because even coming up with episodes, like, y'all, I think you underestimate how hard it is for us to come up with episodes. Yeah. We'd be like, dang, we didn't talk about a lot of stuff. Like, we're 50 episodes in, that's 50 topics. So, also yeah. just, like, staying on our game of being creative and thinking of, like, enough episodes to pit us at, like, episode 200, you know?
1: Oh, my. Oh, my got 200 our topics and we really try not to duplicate we really really try and it's hard because it's like there's only so much to talk about especially because we're very um not poised we have a lot of sections and we're very type a on how we do our topics it's not like hey girl how's life been going it is with the rbt but we still have a topic and at the end of the day we still want the girlies to learn something not just like just to hear us rant which i know y'all love but our our goal with this whole podcast was to have the girlies learn from our mistakes so that that's really the goal for all of our episodes
0: yeah definitely and like it definitely gets hard when like we're trying to cover something and it's like there's only so many angles we could talk about it you know like we really we really try to make sure we don't duplicate at least throughout seasons too like Mm -hmm. a lot of thought goes into these episodes um so yeah, we definitely see type A black girls taking off. Oh, and also merch. I didn't write that down, moms. But yeah,
1: merch. I We're really talking wanna... about that for a minute.
0: We really want to do merch, like yeah. different collections, y'all. Like mm-hmm. my inner Pinterest Libra girl, like aesthetic wise, was like living when we talked about this because I just imagine us doing a lot of different cool collections. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that eventually, but that one will be coming within the next five years for a fact.
1: Oh, absolutely. Ab- Probably at maximum too. Like it's just it's a lot of logistics and money to put into it. But we have a big thing coming money wise, so we're gonna hold off on merch, do that big money thing, um, and then we'll we'll talk about merch a little bit later after that.
0: Yeah, the merch will be soon, y'all. Sooner yeah. than five years, absolutely. Um, moms, okay, what are you thinking career wise? Like, where do you want to be?
1: Okay, so career-wise, I'm thinking my YouTube has taken off by then. I've been doing it since 2018, so it's really have been giving a slow burn. But like, I would love to be at 100k with on YouTube or just as a coll- col- uh, collective followers on all of my platforms. Um, I also by 2028, I'm 20. I'm 28. You feel me? Um, and my plan is to have kids by like at max 28, at the earliest 27. So we'll see, but um, I want to try maternity leave after my first kid. Um, and if I enjoy the life of leisure enough, I can't see myself going back to corporate America, maybe just for the legal amount of time. Like, OK, you have to do maternity leave and then come back for a specific amount of time and then maybe I'll see. But I don't I, I think I want to just like stay with me and my child. And I already told my mom, you have four years to live your life without kids but when it is time to be a grandma i'm gonna build you a house or you there's gonna be a guest room in the house and i because it takes a village i am not gonna try to be super mom and if she is like oh sorry no my life i'm trying to live life i will be hiring a nanny either way like it's going to be taking a village um, i'm gonna have a doula i'm gonna have everything you could possibly pay for listen because i'm not doing this by myself I have to be educated and I want somebody that's actually going to school for this and has, has, I'm not their first mama that they're, that they're helping, you know? You know? Um, and then also career wise it's kind of taxing to the financial side of things, but I've always wanted six months of it monthly expenses just out in a saving high savings account and just chilling. I got you. I just want it there because life life's, And i um, but I don't want it to like it impact my finances. Like, Oh, like can we dip into it? No. I just wanted to be away and I'm not even worried about it. And if we need it, yeah. we need it. If not, we can use it on a vacation and try and do, and do another six months of monthly expenses, you know, like something, something like that. Or maybe not even use it for a vacation, even have enough money for a vacation and wouldn't even go to touch the six months, you know, yeah. Start, starting with three. But I think by 28, I should be financially stable enough to have six months at minimum of monthly expenses. Yeah, so that, that, I mean, that's kind of me on on my end.
0: Yeah, for me, like, by 2028, um, I would have already been finished with grad school, um, starting my MBA program at Wharton. So that 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 is number one, because I got to get through school. Yeah. Um, and then from there, like, I I don't really know where I want to be career-wise. I'm not going to lie. Like, right after right after finishing school, like, I don't know if I'm going to figure out what I want to do in school, but I know for sure I want to go down the entrepreneurship track in some way, shape, or form, yeah. whether that's continuing to be a corporate girl and starting my own business on the side or diving fully into it, um, like, after grad school. Yeah. So I see myself doing entrepreneurship in some way, shape, or form because realistically, like, I want to be my own boss. Sometimes... Yeah. I just like to control everything and I don't want to have to ask people or ask permission for stuff. Like I want to, I want to just go with what Danasia wants to do and make it happen. Yeah. Um, So in some way, shape or form, I want to do that. And also because like eventually I don't want to be working forever and I want to be able to retire early. Mm -hmm. And it's like, once I do eventually settle down and have kids, I don't want to have to be doing a nine to five. I want to have a job that I manage that I can do from home or anywhere. And I don't have to worry about going in three days, four days a week. like my yeah. job runs itself mm-hmm. and also having multiple streams of income that way i'm not just relying on just whatever business i create you know yeah you so like on that level also i really just want to be a six figure rich auntie i'm not even gonna lie and i'm not even gonna live myself at six figures shoot i'll open it up to any figure sit well six six and above. Minimum. Yeah. i was gonna say it's not not any figure sits and above six yeah. six seven eight whatever god has in store for me i'm willing to take it um i want to have multiple streams of income and hopefully those are all passive where like i can have property specifically um because that's the most lucrative realistically yeah Mm -hmm. Um, and i also want to make like trading and like playing with stocks a a, a stream of income and hopefully to the point where i can hire somebody to do it for me but original like initially starting off it's going to probably be me doing it on my own and learning about Mm -hmm. that but The amount of people I know that are making so much money off of stocks, it's just like, I feel like it's really one of those fields where like, if you learn it, it's going to be hard to actually figure it out and like kind of get a cadence going. But once you do, it pays off. And I think areas like that, very elite and wealthy people know how to manage it which is why they get so much off of it but since it since it looks so scary and like unknown and it's not taught day to day unless you like specialize in that or you major in it you don't know and I think that's kind of a way of like the rich kind of gatekeeping like oh it looks scary and it looks like it's very complicated when reality it might not be I don't know I haven't died into it enough but yeah I do want to learn about that because I feel like that's a way that I can like set me and my future family up for success and I believe in black nepotism okay I'm gonna put my kids Absolutely. on um <laughs> so yeah that's what I'm looking at and also um I want to do an international assignment at one point I think I've mentioned this before like I feel like I want to live And maybe this is me just trying to live out my study abroad genes because they were canceled for COVID mm-hmm. I want to live abroad specifically in London or any place in Europe yeah for at least six months
1: mm-hmm.
0: um I would probably cap it at three years because I think that's a long time to be abroad and like away yeah. from the U S but I do want to do an international assignment. And what that means in school as like a study abroad or like through work, like L'Oreal, I could, you know, request that and like yeah. go through that as well. Um, but yeah, I want to, I want to experience that and say once in my life that I got to live abroad in a different country. Mm-hmm. Um. And then also be paid to look pretty and go to events in some way, shape, or form. I don't know if this means going on brand trips or what I got to do, but I want to be paid to like, you know, just live life in some way, (laughs) shape, or form. And I feel like the best way to do that, honestly, even through the podcast, we could probably figure out a way to do that, honestly. Huge Uh, Of Going to different events and just like kind of experiencing life in the fashion media music space because i'm already pretty engaged in that with like just small stuff i do here in new york and i realized that i really like stuff like that yeah so finding some way to pursue that um and then finally guys this is a big section for me because i was like just going yeah um i wanted to achieve some sort of leadership position in delta um regionally um and eventually nationally like if you guys don't know i'm a member of delta Sigma theta sorority incorporated and I really want to take my engagement in Delta and my involvement to the next level and do something leadership wise. And now that I'm on the East Coast, it definitely does look different from when I was on the far West. So um, I want to like support that as offered to But okay, mom, so that's, that's a wrap up on at least my section for career. Let's go ahead and dive into family. So where do you see yourself family wise, like 2028, like your own personal family starting one plus like, you know, immediate family?
1: Yeah. So at that time, like I said, I do plan on having a kid by 27, 28, but like God really does laugh at your plan. So I don't want to say that too concretely. Okay. Um, but I do plan to have my first child at that time. If everything goes well, um, I plan to do a back to back vibe. I think they call them like Antarctic twins or something, some type of oh, twins, just Alaskan yourself... twins. Thank you. Alaskan twins, maybe Alaskan triplets, just to back, back to back, just so I could be done. Like I can have all my kids and then I can get my mommy, my mommy makeover. Cause I do plan on getting mommy makeover. If if I can handle the pain of pregnancy, I can handle a a pain of a nip tuck and a and a boob drop. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. On a bigger, grander family scale, um, I want to be able to pay my mom's rent at the minimum. I've always wanted to be able to do that because she gave so much of herself to us. And just even imagining having to work and come home to the food, not, to the chicken not being pulled out, Wow. Oh. Time and time again, I just happen to repeat yourself time and time again. Your kid's not listening to you. Yeah, I got to repay her. So it's not that I have to, but I want to. Um, So being able to pay my mom's rent at the minimum and then if, you know, when I have the extra money. um, And I also want that that money to not even put a dent to my income. I want to pay my mom's rent and be like, good. Like, that's just one bill. You know, it's it's nothing to me. Um, right. And then also I want to pay my sister's rent or at least be able to slide them some money every month. Like a cool little 200 each, like just call that a day. Not that I'm saying I'm picking favorite siblings, but I do, unfortunately, not unfortunately, I have seven siblings. So it's not like I'm passing $200 to everybody. If I got it like that, cool. But at the minimum, my sister's at least paying a bit, like an electric bill, groceries, some, something like that. Cause they have been my ride or dies. And you don't realize how important- Having sisters is until you get grown up and you're like, dang, like you know my whole life and I'm telling you everything. You gonna keep your mouth shut because at the end of the day, like we don't. There's not a lot of overlap with our friends, you know. With yeah. friends, like a little arm, but with with sisters, like we got that bond that like is thicker than like blood is thicker than everything. I I know sometimes with cousins and aunts and uncles, they can be a little, uh-uh, you know. But with my sisters, those are my ride or dies, you know. And those are my best friends at at at, at right now. And I never thought we'd get to this point but I'm glad we have Um, because everybody's paid. And then, um, sorry, everybody's grown. And then finally, um, a sister and mom trip paid by me. Um, because I just want us all to like, just be together and me having, having it sponsored by me will really put, like, give me a lot of, like, I love surprises. I love, I love giving and I love giving when when it makes sense in Google sheets. So once it makes sense in Google sheets, I'll be lit and I can surprise them with a trip and excursions, food, everything on my credit card. That's what I'm thinking. And pay that credit card Mm -hmm. as soon as I land back in America. So, well, there There goes the light. (laughs) There we go. Um, But yeah, what about you moms family wise?
0: Um, yeah, yeah, my light just went out. So it's gonna be a little dark for the rest of the episode. Yeah. Um, but family wise, for me, um, I want to plan a big trip with both sides of my family, my dad's side and my mom's side. Mm. Only because the last time that I first of all, I'm blessed to have both sides of my grandparents. Yeah. Um, and I really the last time I've seen them both at the same time was when I graduated and it's just so hard to get everybody together. Yeah. And I feel like like even with like my grandparents' health and stuff, like I really just want us to have one big family trip with everybody together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanna plan that in the next five years. And my goal last year was actually the next year to like um or I guess once I graduated college I kind of like laid out some of my other family goals and I wanted to buy my immediate family like a trip on me and I did that for Christmas for them last year love like I want to I want to do some type of family reunion planning yeah and I was sitting here thinking I'm like damn like I haven't received a family reunion invite in a long time and then I realized Mm -hmm. like it's us like we it's literally us we're the adults who are supposed to be planning that now. So like, okay. I want to reach out to all my cousins and like plan a, a big family reunion. I don't know on which side I'm going to start with, but I know my dad's side has definitely had more family reunions than my mom's side. So I just got to start somewhere, honestly. Yeah. But I really want to get everybody together. And I feel like it'll be a task for sure. Um Planning that because boy, all them people, mm-hmm. a lot of family employees and we are all characters that come from a, a line of very dramatic people so yeah. it'll definitely be a be a time but i think mm-hmm. it'll be worth it to get everybody together and see all the cousins and stuff so yeah that's absolutely. one thing to do. and then also this is a, a like a random one that came to me one day but like i think i've talked about learning how to cook on this podcast and like how i've just been taking my mom's recipes and kind of making my own or just copying them exactly but that like don't write nothing down they and don't. She don't measure she yeah. don't measure she don't write nothing down so it's been very frustrating but um, I really want to start building a family cookbook of, like, favorite recipes, like, hands-down recipes that we can just carry throughout the family and make it, like, possibly virtual or just something that, like, we can share to everybody and everybody can add to. Yeah. Um, only because I feel like, like, my mom has spoken on this, too. Like, my great-grandma apparently made the best peach cobbler that, like the town of Barstow has ever tasted to this day like people oh, say wow. about it and she's passed away like a long time ago and don't nobody know the recipe yeah. and my grandma was like damn like I really wish I would have like spent more time with her to learn that recipe and mm-hmm. I was like yeah I agree like we're we're literally losing recipes as a generation Excellent. yeah so, actual recipes so I really want to do that as well and as far as my own personal family maybe we are gonna wait and see because I really don't know I think I've said this before like I don't want to like realistically start having kids until I'm like late twenties, twenty nine, thirty-ish. Yeah. Is that kind of pushing the biological clog? Yes. Does infertility scare me? Also, yes. Absolutely. But I do want to make sure I'm like financially stable and like I got the right man. Like there's a lot of different factors that I just want to make sure are checked before yeah. I do that. Facts. Um and I want to spend some time traveling with my man too before we have kids. Huge so. facts. You know, I think of course the marriage will come quicker, but um, yeah, we're gonna wait and see her. I don't know twenty twenty eight. I I might be single and live my rich auntie life. I yeah. can't tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's me for family moms. So like friends wise now, what are you thinking?
1: Yeah, so I mean, I'm sure I'm gonna make more friends, but like I plan to have all my friends that I currently have right now still intact. Like I don't know if I got another friend break up in me. Um, but I also want, I love one of my favorite love languages is when all my friends, when, when different parts of my life get together. And the thing is, they've heard about the other people at least three times minimum. Like, oh, like I was, I was talking to Lavi and I was like, oh, the D- because we were talking about the bachelorette list. And she was like, okay, the podcast in Harvard. I said, yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'll take it. Yeah. I said, yeah. You did, yeah, I mean that yeah, that that's the nature. So everybody knows at least everybody a little bit. So um yeah. And all having all of them meet at, at least once at the engagement party as well as the bachelorette and the wedding. Um, and then also having a cabin trip with all my girlfriends, um, or at least having it in the works for it to be in like twenty thirty or twenty twenty nine. Like which is crazy to think about that far, but it's like at that point people may have kids. People maybe on their second or third kid. Like, we have this running bet, like who's having kids first in the Chit Girls, and I think it's Kelly. I mean, we we me and Kelly have already kind of solidified. Like, it's probably gonna be Kelly. So, I mean, she is getting married first. She is married already. So, it's like you already you already got that jump. You already got that hump over. You know, exactly. So, um, yeah, we got to kind of plan that. But I definitely just want like I want a cabin trip. I want the bikini pictures in the in the hot tub. Like, I I want the ski outfits. Like, I I I need that. I need that on a digital camera. I need that vlog. So, yeah.
0: Who are you telling? I'm still upset that Aspen basically told us they're not going to have no snow. And, yeah. That was rough. Crazy. Um, What about you, mom? I, low-key, honestly, exactly the same. Like, I really want one big birthday trip with all my friends. Especially on my birthday because I just feel like it'll just make me feel like, oh, you know, like, (laughs) I feel like everyone always almost cries on their birthday. Maybe that's just me. But like, Crying on your birthday happens so often. It's like I just want one birthday where like I don't feel the need to cry. Like everything works out. All my friends are together. And I just feel like, you know, it's just like a happy moment. Um, and along with that, I really want to take a trip with Peyton to Europe. We have been talking about this since we were literally sophomores in high school about doing a trip oh, like this, and we have not done it yet. And I'm like, no, we're gonna make it happen. Like, luckily we have already had trips before with just us that like we've knocked out the gate. Yeah. Um, even her coming to New York, you know, like that's been on the bucket list for a while too. But wanna do that eventually. Um, I also want to take a big trip with like my line sisters and like just my chapter in general, like a huge trip. I don't know when that's gonna happen because our timelines are all over the place and we're all in like different places in our life. Like some my profites are married and kids and some, you know like we still are kids so we really we're we're gonna see Mm -hmm. um and then also like friendship wise like i really do want to make new friends when i go to grad school and just kind of explore that new era of my life and i feel like i'll probably meet new people and just like learn learn more about the world and through the people that i'm around because i feel like right now like all my friends are just like me and i tend to i tend to gravitate towards people like me but i do want to make more diverse groups of friends like yeah you know, and I feel like that's kind of the time that I can do it. Even now in New York, I'm meeting people that I would have never met before. And it is cool to, like, see other lifestyles and stuff. So yeah. I'm curious to see, like, who I'm going to meet. And realistically, like, if I meet people and I get close to them, it'll be crazy to see what the bachelorette group looks like when I get married. Because <sighs> it's going to be like, well, that friend's from Decca from when she was 16. That yeah. friend's from, from grad school. That friend's from Delta. Like, yeah, you know, it'll be just a Dude. mod pod, which I'm excited about. Yeah. Um, yeah,
1: crazy, oh my gosh well okay love i'm I'm loving where we're at, but let's get into relationship wise where do you want where do you see yourself at twenty seven yeah you'll be twenty seven and twenty
0: twenty eight girl i I couldn't tell you like I genuinely don't know realistically, i wanna hope that I would at that point have been in like at least a year long relationship or something like yeah. I can try to put a time frame on. it. Like I would want to, I do know I want to be engaged after being dating for like two to three years. I honestly, I'm not controversial opinion. I don't think you know somebody truly until you've known them for at least a couple of years.
1: Yeah. I will say the old heads um, just because they don't got that much time. they be going, they'd be speed racing to the engagement. Like I know I knew in the first month and a lot of men do, but the old heads be putting that ring on. Five weeks to five months max. Quickly, yeah.
0: quickly, and I mean, I I understand. Like, if you know, you know. But I think also, like, you gotta really live with somebody. That too, and I think back then, though, there was also a lot of pressure to like find your person because, for one, people were getting married quicker and having kids earlier. Like, yeah, having kids at twenty one, twenty two was very like regular. Standard. You know, like, that's yeah. that's the time to have them. Now I feel like everyone's a little more comfortable, where like you can you don't have to wait that. Or you, you can wait longer to get what you want. You don't have to, like, rush into it. Yeah. So, like, I'm not in a rush. And realistically, I don't I don't want to rush into something because I feel like I am like have a time clock on me or, like, a time limit on me. I'd rather wait longer and know that person's actually for me for rather sure. than jumping into a marriage that I'm rushing into and then I end up getting divorced a year later or, like, two years later.
1: Or we Absolutely. don't make it past that seven-year
0: hump, you know?
1: Yeah. I will say with old heads, I, I was – I see what you're saying with back then, but I'm talking about like the 35 and up club. Oh, yeah, they'd be ready. They'd be like, "Come on, we get him." Like, or somebody was like, "I like dating in my 30s because at least I can have somebody that's already been trained because they've been divorced once." Oh, oh, that's insane! 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 That's that's insane! insane. Why did they no, this place.
0: I'm not gonna lie. The last couple guys that I have talked to seriously were all like 24, 25, And I guess they really just had their ho days early on because they've been like on it, like ready to like, oh, I found my wife. Yeah. I'm like, bro, I'm 22. Going on 23. I I wasn't looking for that. Like I, 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 I date to marry, but I don't date to marry you today. That part. You know, like yeah. I do to grow and then eventually talk about that. But mm-hmm. yeah, like, bringing up marriage on the first date and marrying me is insane Shoot. just keep that in your mind put it in your dream. different level of love of love bombing for real let's start dreaming. Um, but if i am in a relationship by 2028
1: 20, hopefully it's a healthy one that's, that, all I can that's the goal that's the goal i, I mean you won't you wouldn't set up for anything less exactly if exactly i'm in one, being up there close so close to 30 you're not put you put up with less and less as the years go on realistically yeah yeah what about you moms um plan to be married you know i mean really it's just it's a ticking time bomb until when i'm getting engaged at this point you know we're always right. um but married and on our first kid is kind of what i'm what i'm assuming um at that point hopefully something's gonna have to happen with this housing market because these freaking um interest rates aren't only really working for us um but at least married on our first kid hopefully on our on our first house um and, yeah, I mean, hopefully having my mom live live with us or at least close, apartment close, so she can help us raise this kid. Um, and I feel like I'm undermining, like, my maternal instinct. But at the end of the day, it does take a village. And, like, I'm trying to be like our ancestors. Let, I, I'm not trying to be a super mom. I want to have some help. So that's that's my yeah. plan. Be married on our first kid with my mom's help. And just have a really loving family. Like, a lot of people have said this, and I've thought this and said this to Lola as well. He's going to be a really great father. Like, he's a really great man, but he's going to be a really great father. And, like, there's a few things that I've thought of that, like, I feel like in these situations, they kind of show you your true colors on whether or not you should have children with them. How mm. do they treat you on your period? How do they treat you on your birthday and leading up to your birthday? Um, and how do they act in the airport? I think those are three very good things. Um, and, ha- and how do they act towards you when they're mad? Because you can be mm. mad at somebody, but if you love them, there's a, there's, there's a certain threshold of things you do and do, do and do not do. So I think mm-hmm. those, those are some four really good um experiences to, to experience with the man or your partner. And if they don't, they don't really, you got to ask them to, uh, one too many times. Uh, you might either, either ask them to change their behavior. And if you don't seem to change behavior, you might want to switch it up.
0: It's Definitely. looking a little slow, and honestly,
1: yeah. I had seen. I don't know if
0: this if this was on Twitter or a TikTok, but it was saying like you being on your period or you being pregnant is a form of like you feeling like like temporary being disabled. Like especially when you are pregnant, when you are postpartum, like especially if you went through like a C section, like you are you are temporarily disabled in that moment physically. Yeah. And it's like if that man doesn't even treat you right when you are able and able to walk and do everything and take care of yourself, imagine how he'll treat you when you literally need someone to help bathe you including having a crying baby like Mm. yeah that that Mm. says a lot and realistically a lot of girls i've been seeing a lot of girls being like i like my man mean da 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 i'm not gonna lie like i need somebody that actually has a good heart and is not just nice to me because eventually if he's mean and an asshole to every single person around you and like does not like people you're not gonna one day you're not gonna be exempt from that you might be on that list. He not might not be not right now, Mm-mm. and I, I'm not
1: saying your man got to be friendly, but like, <laughs> does he have a good heart? Huge, huge facts. How does he tra- treat customer service workers?
0: Do, is he the type to leave trash at the table because somebody else is supposed to get it?
1: Like, or he he tidies it up with you? Because for me, I always tidy it up. Like, I, mm-hmm. I want to make your life easier because it's already hard. Like you're like you're doing service work, right? But people are irritating. I get it. You know, I I probably asked for too many ranches. Let me, let me go ahead and let me go ahead and do that. Like, I I feel like really taking note of these things before you do let that man impregnate you, because it does take two to tango, but he really got to do a lot of the tangoing, you know? Um, And I've seen, I see a lot of these girlies getting pregnant and I'm just like, I can't even imagine what you're going through because that man didn't even treat you right before. And... I think you you're you either have that fatherly instinct or you don't. I don't I don't I don't think it's like a maternal mm-hmm. instinct where it can grow. we be like, "Okay, cuz they're not holding anything for 9 plus months." It mm-hmm. you 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 either meant to be a father or you're not. That's that's kind of what I've seen in men as I've gotten older. Some men shouldn't be fathers, but they unfortunately are and they they just never fully step up to the plate. And it's just like, "Do you really want your kid to go through that?" Like if you did experience that as as, as a small child, like, dang, my daddy ain't really pulling through for me for real, right. Yeah, You know, like Some and Dammy said something, he was like, your partner should be your dad, but better, especially, especially if you had a really good dad, because you get all these qualities that you, that you want to see in a, in a man, but also at the end of the day, your man potentially is going to be your husband and then a father to your children. So right. How do you want your, your children to have a father? A good one or a, eh, he's all right, but I do most of the work.
0: Exactly. Like, are you single in a married relationship or a single mother in a married relationship? Yeah.
1: There's yeah. a lot of those.
0: Yeah. So I see it to say that's why my timeline for 2028 20, depends on where I'm at and who's in my life at that time. Cause realistically I'm not going to get married just because I feel like I'm 28 and that's the time. Yeah. Um, Especially if I feel like a man is not checking all these boxes I just listed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: At minimum. Period. Minimum. Yeah. Um, okay, mom. So let's go into mental and physical health wise. Like what do you see yourself doing?
1: Yeah. So I was on a really good streak on reading the new Testament and then I just Drop so I need to get back onto that, but I want to at least read the whole Bible at least once. As a pastor's kid, that is just something that like I don't know. I just feel like you should have been done, but it just my mom never really punched that door through our throats, and now it feels like it's on my own volition. And I'm just like, this is something I want to do just as an adult, as a Christian adult. Um, I also want to continue journaling. I think no, not I think that has been one of the greatest things I've started. Um, mm. this past and in, in my 23rd year, my Jordan year, I have really loved journaling, and you know. Because I have such a bad attitude. Like I, I have an attitude problem. I'll admit Oh my will But when I have an attitude or when little things really piss me off and could potentially ruin my day, like if, if, for example, if it happened to me back to even two years ago, it would ruin my entire day. I couldn't have fun- functioned at all. I journal and I try to understand why do I feel the way I feel? And usually all my feelings can pour out and I can have a way more productive day because I've journaled and I don't have to piss other people off because i'm pissy that like that mm. that really irks me when i do that but sometimes my attitude i be seeing red it's very irritating but it's what it is also i want to run at least one 5k at a minimum that wasn't my bingo board this year don't see it happening with all the traveling <laughs> i'm doing it at the moment i just can't see it happening so we'll try again the next five years um we also have already decided that we're going to be doing couples therapy before the wedding we're fine but i feel like therapy can only better relationships Mm -hmm. you know so we're going to do that at least a year before our wedding if if we if we want we might do it like once a quarter for the two years leading up to our wedding but we'll see and then finally i want to learn an unpaid hobby because i realize a lot of my hobbies i try to monetize but it's like can we let's just sit and not try to like people please other people because they want it like let's just sit and do it because we want it and it's just stuff for, or maybe you can speak for gifts for friends or whatever but maybe like a just for fun vibes with bracelet making or pottery like i've always wanted to get into pottery but i just i've just never freaking done it so and i used to love bra- bracelet ma- making with my stepmom we used to go to michael's or joanne's and just get little beads and string and i used to love bracelet and anklet making so uh um, yeah. maybe getting into that maybe even lip gloss but also i know i'd monetize that so i think we'll just stick to bracelet making and pottery what about you moms
0: <laughs> no I I agree with the lip gloss like yep. I, if I make it a custom color it's gonna have to be fancy it's gonna have to eat down
1: and I'm gonna exactly. sell it yeah um
0: so for me I I really want to get skilled in a in a one form of self-defense I feel like I've talked about this before I just want to be able to like and I don't know why I have this this scenario in my head but I just imagine like a Karen coming up to me in like the parking lot of like a Kroger's and trying me and me being like I know Taekwondo baby and she's trying to fight me and I just I don't know. I just, I don't know why I have that scenario in my head. Like it's really stupid, but I really wanted to always learn some sort of self-defense, whether that's like boxing or Taekwondo or karate. Like I really just want to get skilled in one of those areas just because I feel like I just, I don't know. It would just make me feel more badass. Yeah. So I really want to do that. Um, but as outside of that, like physically I really want to get to a point where I'm consistent at the gym and eating healthy decently. Um, You know, I, I don't think that like, if I didn't eat healthy, like I would just like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, I think my body would, I have a fast metabolism. I feel like that'll stay up for, or keep going for at least the next like five years. Yeah. But by 28, I really don't know what my metabolism is going to look like. So I can't mm-hmm. just eat everything that I eat now. Yeah. So I really want to be in a point where like, I've already started those healthy habits now early. That way I don't have to like suddenly change my whole lifestyle when I turn older and like my metabolism slows down. Yeah. Um, and I'll probably go through a second puberty anyway. Um, so also on top of that, like mentally and spiritually, like I really want to find the right church for me. And I think I've talked about this before, but I feel like as a kid going to church, it's way different than when you're an adult and finding like a place where you feel like it's home. Yeah. And I think that sometimes like, especially like as young adults, like churches can get a bad rep because of how sometimes the older people in the church act. Mm -hmm. And it's very judgmental sometimes. And sometimes it's bigger than just like like us being here and praying and like learning about our faith here it's more of like a competition and weird and judgment and like more of like gossipy in the church environment than what I would like it to be Mm -hmm. so I really want to I want to go to church consistently I just want to find a church where I feel like I'm comfortable and I don't have to like you know deal with like messy messy church aunties like yeah, I just want to be able to feel like comfortable in a church, so that's sure. one of my goals, and hopefully I can find one here in New York. But I don't know realistically how much longer I'll be living here, so maybe in the next place I live. But yeah, um, and then finally, read consistently like this book club has really shown me like this really to be taking a lot of work, bro. Like I be bringing my book on the train. I be one of the people reading on the trains, and not <laughs> even because it's aesthetic and cute, because I need to get these pages in by yeah. the next book club meeting. Read your books. So I really, I really want to read more um, and get out of my funk where I don't want to read anything that's not fiction. Yeah. I've been really trying that, but something in me just needs a plot. Like these nonfiction books are so boring. Like it feels like a lecture on a page and I just, yeah. I, I'm, I'm really trying to get past it, mm-hmm. but that's my goal. Like hopefully half and half, half fiction, half nonfiction. Yeah. Um, but moms. Okay. So I know we're running a little low on time. So let's go ahead and like speed through our investment
1: slash savings goals and then travel. Okay. I'll I'll do, I'll do all in once and then hit it with you. So, um, investment savings wise, I'm going to buy a house with Lola and pay off all my student loans. Um, you know, that number's up there, but it's not as big as the TikTok girlies that I've been seeing. So shout out to me for getting some scholarships. And then also, um, travel wise, I wanted to go to all, at least all the continents except for Antarctica before Mm -hmm. I get pregnant that's that is the deal and then I also want to learn Yoruba because Lola has said if I don't learn it he is going to be gossiping with our children about me and I do not like being left out so that is a good little um backhanded like you better learn it so um yeah what about you moms um yeah for me I want to
0: buy a car the next five years hopefully like my dream car now I don't really go by like um uh what is it makes models i go by what look cute and what i'm going to look cute in yeah. i just want a red convertible with a top off baby so whatever yeah. i can get that that's what i'm going to try to do um and also i i this is a recent goal um i really wanted to start investing in like hand me down pieces that i can give my future daughters mm-hmm. of like cuz i mean like realistically fast fashion i know these sheen purses ain't going to last longer than maybe a year two years max so i really yeah. want to invest in like good quality pieces that i can like have in my closet and like one day my daughters can be like oh my god this is my mom's back from 2020 you're like yeah is crazy to say but yeah um that's also something i want to invest in and finally for travel i literally just have a running list of places that i need to go to before i turn 28 south africa singapore crazy rich asians is the reason for that one tokyo i want to go to lake como slash south italy um, Bora Bora and London. And I really want to go to London, maybe as a solo trip, but especially for those boiler rooms, like I'll be seeing those TikToks. They look Mm awesome. Um, and then I want to learn Spanish and be fluent also. That's what a goal of mine. And right now I'm taking French classes and I don't know if this is going to stick, but I heard it's very similar
1: to Spanish. So I think I can catch on. Love, literally love. Um, and finally to wrap up everything, how are we planning to still live in the moment, even though we are planning or all the way to 2028?
0: I mean, for me, it's just like, you can make all the plans you want. Realistically, what's meant to be will happen. Yeah. That's what mine is. Like, I can plan for everything and I always have, but I think the best things come when they're most unexpected and when you don't see them coming. And realistically, like, I think God has a plan for me, so I'm gonna stick with whatever he has in store. But I don't know, I just... I feel like I can only control so much. And I think the older I get, the more I'm okay with that uncertainty of knowing like it's going to work out. Yeah. Like you've gotten this far and things have been fine. You don't need to control everything. And I think taking that step back is really helpful. Like we did just go through a full 45 minutes of us explaining in detail what we want in the next five years. Yeah. But if, if, none of, if, if some things on this list don't happen, I'm not going to die. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to live. And there's probably something better. Like there's probably a reason why it's not meant for me. So in fact.
1: I guess I'm just I'm learning to accept that, you know. Yeah, I, I think it's way easier out once you get out of college. Way easier because in college you're like, okay, got it. college, then job, and you don't really think past that. It's just college yeah. job, and now we have the job. It's like, what do we want our lives to be? We, at eighteen, I tried I tried to plan for my twenty five year old self, and I'm here's the thing when I when I thought of twenty five when I was eighteen, I thought. All my first kid, minimum, and married. No, literally, same. What the fuck? So, you know, I am where I thought I'd be and more, and I am totally fine with not being married and not having kids right now, because I'm 23, and I can't even imagine having kids in two years. Like, if it happens, you know, God's plan, but I need to travel, okay? So that also, it does take you to the tango, you know, that also includes being safe, birth controls, shout out to you for real, but um here's the thing the checkpoints that i had set for myself i met them now was it on the track that i thought it would be no but at the end of the day the checkpoints still got checked um so my life is what i invented my life to be and more so at the end of the day life is going to life and i'm going to take it one day at a time like that's kind of and this is way easier said than done especially for type a girlies but i will say after you hit that one year of work or just life after after um you graduate college, honestly, something I, I think I, I feel whatever is up here starting to form. It, we got a few more years, but it started to form. Girl, the frontal lobe is lobing.
0: Like yeah. I, I can tell like there's certain things that used to stress if certain things that happen even day to day, if
1: you would have took nineteen year old in age and put her in them situations, I would have literally lost my mind. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah that, that's kind of how I'm still planning to live in the moment, and I will say having disposable income does definitely help living in the moment. I will like it's not oh. easy, especially when you don't have de- disposable income. That's why it was harder in college because I didn't have it but now that I do have it, it is de- so it's definitely easier set than done, and it is easier with disposable income so that that's just a few caveats because you'd be like, okay, well, that's easy for you to say, but i I'm, I'm just letting you know what the reality of it is. We don't want to mm-hmm. sugarcoat anything um yeah. but miscellaneous a few to Lulu hope hope for the best fingers crossed vibes moms what are what are some things you want to do by 2028
0: um i want to meet drake <laughs> this is just i just i just feel like he's a funny guy like i just think we'd get along great mm-hmm. I meet Drake. there's a list of celebrities want to meet brent fives is on that list as well as y'all already know but yeah that's i don't know i just feel like i'd get along well with him um i also want to go to I also want to go to the Met Gala in some way, shape, or form. Like, it just looks so fun every year. Every year I see that meme of Jason Derulo falling down the stairs and I giggle. And, Everything. you know, I just, I just think it's, like, a fun event. And hopefully the if I do go, when I go, because I'm going to into a distance, yeah. hopefully they have a good theme. Because the past few themes have been a little, uh-uh. Like, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know what it's supposed to mean. Yeah. Um,
1: but, yeah, so that's my miscellaneous. What about you, moms? For me, I want to be a full-time influencer. Like, I just want to just edit. I love editing and review free stuff for a living. Like if I could be a restaurant reviewer and, you know, go like there, I don't know if it's on your guys for you pages, but on my for you pages, there's so many like black centered cookout type of weekend events where it's just black people making really black chefs making really good food and explaining what their um, experience growing up and like how they've taken their ancestors, Cooking styles, like I I want to do that. Like, there's a lot of different aspects of the human life that I would love to just like document. I love documenting stuff. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I love documenting. Still haven't developed my all all of my camera, uh, my film. So I need to do from Miami, even. So crazy. Yeah, crazy. But yeah, I just love documenting stuff. So if I could do when I do that, yeah. I that is the entrepreneurship side I would like to take on. There is another thing that I want to do, I think, in the health field. But I would just need somebody health health center to do that because I cannot go to school, back to school. I just simply can't. so I, I will pay I I will have enough money to start my own business, but I want to start getting some brand deals like I want to start working on that yeah. in 2024 minimum like yeah that, that's my goal but yeah um but yeah that's that's our 2028 goals. 2028 really isn't that far away because we were just 18 and 17 oh i
0: when i think about that it's actually kind of scary because i'm like damn yeah we're getting up
1: there uh-huh. um <laughs> you know affirmation of the week and danae said this in one of one of her things and i just pulled it from it but is was what's meant to be will happen yeah what it is.
0: yeah and it definitely is easier said than done yeah and i think I, I think this is also easier to come to terms with once like you see things start to fall in line like I yeah. think when we were like in college and high school, we hadn't seen our lives start at all just yet. Yeah. But now that we've like, I mean, realistically, we're only a year out, but it's like things are falling in line the way they're supposed to. So it gives you more like hope and faith that like, yeah, we got it.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, We're going to go ahead and skip. Why would you say that in our pop culture segment? Just because. We have some a few calls from the request line that we, like, need to get to, and we don't want to hold you guys for too long. Um, I know you guys like the longer longer episodes, but we try to keep it at max hour and 30, and we realistically don't know how long these are going to take. So, moms, I'll go ahead and read the first one. D'Naja has came up with answers for both of these because D'Naja is much better with words. I can come <laughs> off a little harsher than needed, and D'Naja will make it nicer. So, I'm going to read both of these, and D'Naja will give answers to both. So, like, before... Without further ado, let me go ahead. okay. i'm twenty one about to turn twenty two in October, and I was staying with my b- boyfriend this summer for this summer for an internship. I've been and I've been really wanting to experiment with my hair like different styles, like I've only done braids since I was probably like ten years old. So I want to give my hair a break from braids. So I decided to go natural and get some natural hair clips and hair hair clip ins from Amazon, and I didn't tell my parents, but when they did see me at the end of the summer with it, They didn't say anything about it or acknowledge that I did anything different with my hair. And then my family has been texting me individually, like tell me what they think, like I should get my hair braided. And I'm just getting a little bit annoyed that they keep asking me this as if they don't like my natural hair. And they love to talk about, they love to talk about it with each other. Have you guys gotten backlash with wearing natural hair or like dealt with wanting something different with your hair than your mom? Because I like it. And I think I look good and I feel good, but it's really hurting my confidence that my family keeps wanting me to go back to braids and keep saying it. My sister and boyfriend and like other close friends have been very supportive of my hair and really helped me to figure out hairstyles and how to best style it. But my parents and older family members seem to be against me wearing my natural hair.
0: Okay, mom. So I, first of all, shout out to you for going natural because realistically it is. It is easier said than done, and it is a very big leap. And I think it's like, it's like a rite of passage for a black girl. I feel like to go yeah. go have that natural element and deal with it being like not the curl pattern you want, and it might be shorter than you like it. But we gonna love ourselves and deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um. So shout out to you. But honestly, I feel like, and I've dealt with this because I have had older family members kind of be like, "What you gonna do with that head? Yeah. When you gonna get your hair done?" and a lot of it is rooted in like either texturism or like you know back back then especially with older family members natural hair was not as rewarded as it is now Mm -hmm. and it's like in order to look presentable you had to have your hair silk pressed or straight or you're straightening it for special occasions you're not wearing your natural hair out yeah when it's easter or it's a graduation or something special you know i mean that kind of primes us to think that straight hair is the best and Mm -hmm. what's better um and even braids honestly because it's like you're still not wearing your natural hair out facts so I would say keep on wearing it like honestly even if they say something about it eventually they're gonna get over it Mm -hmm. and it's like this is who I am this is what I like if you look good your man think you look good period yeah why not go for it and realistically if they say anything it's really gonna be a conversation of why do you feel like my natural hair is an issue to you yeah why does it concern you why does it concern you and that, that's a deeper issue than just oh um you know you don't like my curls or whatever it is like yeah you know so honestly I feel like you should continue wearing it out and I think you know if you feel like you want to take a break maybe and go back to braids you can alternate and do a couple months on couple months off give your give your hair a break but I definitely think it is crucial that like you have time to learn your natural hair and learn to love it mm-hmm. and you already are loving it which is progress so I wouldn't stop now personally
1: absolutely because I mean, you've decided to do this, so don't people please? I know it's harder, easier said than done. Because yeah. yeah, we are. I'm a recovering addict, I will say, but um, recovering people pleasing addict. Sorry, but um, yeah, uh, girl, keep on doing it. And honestly, when you're having those conversations, when you end up doing that with the older family members, obviously come up, come at an angle of respect, but also right. I'm And I'm going to do what I want to do. And if you want to pay to get this hair done, sure. But if not, I need you to keep your mouth shut.
0: And also, it's just like you know, I'm not saying you go to your family members and say, "Oh, like you you have textures and problems, like literally just like you know if it is if it does become a topic of conversation, at the, end of the day, if you love your hair and they love you, you know shouldn't matter, shouldn't matter at all, yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, I just wanted to kind of mention that also because I feel like there are reasons why I think older black women and men kind of have a negative relationship with natural hair and i think it's not their fault it's just how they were raised but at yes. the same time that's not for you to take the 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 blunt end of so
1: yeah and maybe they never had the chance to embrace your their hair like you you are at the moment they right the chance to try out different hairstyles because it was looked down upon okay you have that forcy hair put that stuff in braids we don't want to see that you out
0: get that relaxer you
1: exactly. know like realistically
0: they might not have had that opportunity so it might also be coming of a chance of realizing like dang i wish i had the chance to love my natural hair like you are and yeah. for it to be like you know celebrated in society now because that's mm-hmm. what
1: we do so and maybe and maybe y'all can have wash days together after maybe if if and when hopefully fingers crossed we get to that point we get to that point we can do wash days together and understand our hair together because there's a high chance you guys have similar hair textures right yeah, um, yeah. but okay second one please let us know please give us an update we're not i mean it's not pertinent but like if please give us an update if if you want we like um, to know <laughs> we like to know at the end of the day girls are nosy so we want to know um finally um and this is a little bit of a trigger warning but we are just this we have realized the last episode and for um closure request line is kind of like opened up pandora's box and you guys are much more comfortable than you guys were when we first started doing these calls from request line. So we're very grateful that you guys have started to open up open up to us. Um, and we are, again, we are not licensed in anything, but we are going to try to give you the best advice physically and humanly possible. Um, yes. So yeah, gonna go ahead, but just letting y'all know, call from request line is a open, an anonymous um, link in our link tree on, on Instagram and also in the guests in the show notes that you can vent to us. Cry to us, question us, all of it, and we will answer it with the best of our ability. Yeah. But um, let me go ahead and get get into it. So, hey, y'all, this is a trigger warning. Last week, my stepdad messaged my younger sister, 19 years old, and it was very inappropriate involving him wanting to sleep with her. Prior prior to that, he used to message me the same same thing since I was 15. I am 22 now. But I've never told anyone out of fear of him hurting or killing my mom, siblings, and I. My sister and I told our aunt about the situation before my mom and eventually we told my mom. She was highly upset and my family and I ha- have helped her move her things to my aunt's house. My mom doesn't have a job and ha- hasn't since he convinced her not to have one for the past 14 years. She doesn't have any money, which I've been helping her financially despite me, despite me about to graduate college in three months. We all blocked my stepdad and said that we will never speak to him unless in court. I was happy that she decided to leave him because he is also physically abusive towards her. Yesterday, my mom told me that she's lonely and doesn't want to stay with my aunt anymore. She said that she talked to my stepdad and that she's been thinking about going back with him after some time apart. The timeline could be weeks, months, or even years from now. I told her that I would be very disappointed if she goes back to him, but at the same time, it's her decision. I told her that I told her that, that means I won't be around holiday, around holiday times, and if and when I have children, they aren't going to be around them. I don't want to cut my mom off, but it seems like I have to to keep my distance from her. Her and my stepdad caused a lot of trauma in my siblings and my lives. This information has also put a strain on my boyfriend's and my relationship because he doesn't like my parents, which is understandable. I'm really hurt by all of this, and I pray that my mom does not go back to him. I have a feeling that she will eventually. Sorry, it's a lot, but I don't know what to do. I've been so stressed lately about this, my job, college, my relationship, etc. Take it away, moms.
0: First of all, I am so sorry that this is even has to be something that you come to talk to us about. Like we literally when we read these, like we really take them to heart because we see you guys as like people that we would be friends with and hang out with in real life and like have a relationship and friendships with. And it's just like it hurts to see that you're going through something like this. So first of all, I want to say that I'm proud of you for even mentioning it to your aunt about yeah. what's been going on with your stepdad because a lot of victims you know struggle with even coming out and saying something about it especially mm-hmm. since it was happening since 15 so 2015 like you were literally yeah. a kid yeah um so yeah I wanted to start off by saying that and I think that you're you are very correct in how you're coming about this especially now that it's not even involving just you but your siblings too yeah. you're setting this boundary and saying like hey my stepdad is an evil man he's he's doing things that are wrong to me and my siblings like realistically if you stay with him I cannot be associated with you even though it is your mom like I really do think that's a good boundary to set because at the end of the day she's a victim as well like she's a victim of like you said financial abuse because he's not making he's made sure she hasn't worked for the past 14 years so now she's like kind of tied to him financially yeah too um Physically and probably emotionally and verbally, like that's honestly kind of a given with all of this. Mm -hmm. So, like, I I take it, I take into the fact that like she is a victim herself, and I think it is very hard for victims to like leave their abusers and stay away from them because she's probably had this dependency on him for the past 15 years. But realistically, like if she decides to go back to him, she is a grown woman, that is her decision. I hate to say it, but it's like, she's choosing this man over her kids. And it's like you as her kid, if you decide you do not want to have a relationship with her, you're completely valid in that because mm-hmm. it's like, you chose this man. That's my abuser as well over me, you know? So I understand your frustration, but um, like you said, she hasn't decided to go back to him yet. It's a possibility, but in the meantime, I feel like you and your siblings, because given that she is a victim in the situation too, I think you should try to do everything you can to save her from this. Like, Honestly, when I was thinking about it, um, I was looking up like different um domestic violence like groups or programs that maybe she can go into. And I don't know which area you're in. So it really varies. But if you look up like domestic violence groups near me or something like that, you can probably find some that maybe she needs to go into like a support group with other women that have gone through something similar. Because yeah. you mentioned like she wants to, she wants to go be back with him because she's lonely. And I don't think that loneliness is like she misses him. I think it's like she wants to talk to somebody and she wants to feel like someone hears her and understands her that has been through the same thing as her. Yeah. And I think that's being translated as I want to go back with him when in reality, she probably misses just like having the comfort of talking to somebody and maybe he was that person for her. We don't, I don't know the relationship. Yeah. but I think that like, if you can figure out a way to get her in either therapy or a group with other women that have gone through the same thing where she could talk about it. Like, that could be a really good middle step to like try to prevent this from happening because if she doesn't, you know, I don't know what her relationship is with your aunt, like if her aunt's telling her this too, but like, if you can prevent that, I think that's the number one step. And if she, if she goes through all that and still decides to go back with him, then it's like, at least you can sleep well in a night knowing that you tried at least to prevent this. And you really tried your best to make sure she doesn't go down this rabbit hole again. But if she decides to go back and sticks to that and stands on that decision, I think the best thing you can control is how you react to it. And like you said, it's going to result in you cutting her off because I don't think you should try to like go back into that toxic situation either, especially given that you're 22, like you're grown about to graduate college. You don't want something like that, like
1: holding you back in a
0: sense. But yeah, I mean, this is just what I think based on all the details you gave us. realistically. Yeah.
1: And yeah. I, I will say in, in these situations are just when you're, when you're sending us stuff, the more details, the better. Because we can have a clear understanding of exactly what's going on. So even though it was lengthy, it, it was needed to be lengthy. Like this and the brain yeah. situation. Y'all gave us enough details so that we can have an educated understanding and give you guys researched responses. And with yeah. these heavier ones, um, I definitely will try. I, I've been trying to like get better with talking, especially in sensitive areas. But that's just not my forte. Nate's really good at that, so Nate will be talking to these for a good part of it, and I'll probably do the funnier ones. But um, thank you so much for trusting us with mm-hmm. this information. Like I know it's anonymous, but at the end of the day, you're still a type A black girl or a type A black boy, right. black girl, and um, it it just it feels really good that you guys are so comfortable with us come, to come with this information and trust us with our answers
0: yeah and like realistically like this is really sensitive stuff and like real life shit so it's like we really try to make sure that we come with like the best answers for you and we love when you provide updates because we do be stressed about y'all i'm not gonna lie we be like bro, what happened to old girl with the like situation like we really do want to know so not to say you're obligated to tell us but like if you do want to update us like we really care and we want to know but um yeah, I hope everything works out with your mom. I hope she doesn't go back to that man. He's on our list. Okay. Yes. He's on the list, top of the list. Um, And yeah, we really hope that like, you know, you can at least try to work something out with her. But if it doesn't work out, like, I know it'll be tough. But I think it is important to set that boundary with her and make sure she knows that it's it's either y'all or him. It's she can't have both. You cannot have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I think that if you continue talking to her, if she goes back to him, it's kind of signal signaling to her and him that it, like what happened is okay and it's not. Facts. So, um,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: That was that was a very heavy note to end off of guys. Yeah. But um we didn't we it also doesn't feel right whenever we do questions like these or we cover these to go into why would you say that? Like yeah. No. You know, we just be like, bro, there's no way we can talk about stuff like this. And then, like, be like, okay, guys, so on Twitter today, like, you know. Um, So, yeah, guys. But, again, we love you so much. And thank you again for, like, so many questions. We really do appreciate it. And, yeah, moms, I feel like this was definitely, like, a heavier episode.
1: I don't know. Heavier. We didn't expect it. But, I mean, we knew that why would you say that would be heavier. But I didn't. When we do these outlines, we we just outline it. And we just kind of go from there. And we felt the vibes and we're recording. We're like, oh, this, this is this yeah. is a little bit
0: different than we expected. So, yeah. um, yeah, guys, we'll, fine, we'll but... see
1: you. We'll see you next week. Yeah, see y'all next week. You only got a few more episodes left. So read them books, and we will. We will. <laughs> we will see y'all later. Bye. Bye.